Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Bringing the sneaky beavers back to the yard. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez. The Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Hey, welcome back to the show on this warm Wednesday. And a lot of things going on with the Las Vegas Raiders. And that's not even mentioning the OTAs that have kicked off this week in Henderson. But earlier today, some things went down legally between the Raiders and John Gruden. And no one better to ask than friend of the show and senior writer for Front Office Sports at FSO on Twitter. Talking about our good friend AJ Perez, who was actually at the proceedings earlier today. Insider calls powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. AJ, you are the living definition of the rubber meets the road. How does it feel to be doing the journalistic uh, integrity, just everything that so many of us strive to do in our dreams? Oh, well, this is not what this is not what I got into sports journalism for, but it kind of uh, kind of about fifteen years ago, it kind of got sent this direction, and then it's uh, kind of taken to it. So, how expansive is that legal team for the good old NFL Shield? Because they got more than one thing to to be present for today. They had at least four lawyers in court today. Um, only one was talking to the judge, uh, and uh, he had his arguments shot down. Um, so the two arguments, the, the motion to compel arbitration was denied and then a few minutes later with a motion to dismiss uh, the judge said it was too early to rule on that so the nfl sent a just sent a, a press release over a few minutes ago saying uh saying that they are they are going to appeal the motion to uh the, the judge's decision to uh, not put this put this case in arbitration which would conceivably be heard by roger goodell the nfl commissioner so just before we start getting into like the deeper details of this, can you guys, can you give us an overview of, of what we might have forgotten about this case, what Gruden is suing for? I believe it's the wrongful termination. Can you take us from there? Yes, uh, he filed a lawsuit in November, a few weeks after he kind of uh, resigned under pressure, a lot of pressure. Um, and uh, his uh, it's from, from that November lawsuit, the back complaint stated the NFL in particular – uh, Roger Goodell leaked the emails, and uh, and um, we know the, we, mm-hmm. the NFL denied that. They denied it in court again today that that they were the source of the emails. But the um, we kind of delved more into it, where where Gruden's lawyer was, you know, said the NFL leaked the first uh, the first one about Demar Smith, the NFLPA, uh, the head of the NFLPA, which used a racist trope, um, and that didn't get him fired. So the NFL then leaked more emails to the New York Times, and that was uh, the, the, the worst of the emails, the misogynistic and anti, anti-gay emails he, that there were exchanged. This mm-hmm. is, this is go, the timeline of this is, is very crucial because this is before he signed the contract to become the Raiders coach. This is while he was with, at ESPN, and he was exchanging emails uh, with an executive 
uh, Bruce Allen of the Washington Commanders, um, and uh, they're you know, they go back a long ways. Um, and uh, and they and they kept in touch. Unfortunately for Gruden, he kept in touch using email, and uh, that was scooped up in the investigation of the Commanders into the toxic workplace allegations. Um, and uh, they were selectively leaked by somebody, um, and that's how basically forced Gruden out of his out of becoming uh, being the highest paid NFL coach in history. And AJ, you mentioned uh, a little bit earlier about the judge denying the NFL's motion to dismiss this lawsuit, which to me means, and I just want to get clarification, that this lawsuit can kind of head to trial uh, and be open for discovery. Uh, Is this the path that they're heading towards? What's the timetable? And I guess most importantly, how ugly can this get for the NFL if more of this information comes out? Yeah, having covered a lot of the a lot of these kind of kind of lawsuits involving the NFL, uh, it's going to take a, it's going to take time. Um, uh, we're coming out of COVID, so it's not going to be as you know that COVID put kind of that kind of put a kind of wrench into a lot of uh, legal proceedings. But the courts are a lot are are back on track for the most part. But it's going to take several months to get to discovery. We may get it by the end of the year. The NFL announced that they're going to be going to the appeals court on the motion to. Uh, uh, to not, you know, the, the judge ruled that this can't be arbitrated. This should not, she, this, this should stay in her court. Um, but there's going to be other motions. There's, they're going to, they're going to try again using, using a process called summary judgment closer to, tr- if this gets closer to trial. Um, and there's no settlement where, where they, where, where the work could be dismissed outright again. Um, but that's, but that's going to be, uh, that, that usually comes after discovery. So, you know, if the, if, and this is all going to be probably under seal. They're going to fight really hard to keep all these emails and what, what other information that Gruden's lawyers are seeking of course. And, and obtain. Yeah, so we're they'll that that's that's been the case. And now this doesn't mean the judge is going to have to agree with it. She may rule that you know this should be open and uh, should be uh, open for everybody to see. And um, and that's going to be and that can be appealed. So it's it's going to be a long long process. Uh, this was a major victory today for John Gruden. He was smiling pretty, pretty, pretty widely when we uh, after the after the hearing, and I tracked him down to talk a little bit after. He didn't have a lot to say, but um, but yeah, he's uh, he's he was he was pretty pleased with it. His lawyers uh, didn't didn't comment either, but I'm sure they are too. Yeah, he said go Raiders, and so clearly he's uh, in in a cheerful mood and feels like he's pretty confident in in his proceedings. And it's hard not to like. I, I don't want to say I'm on Gruden's side. I'm more against the NFL because you mentioned you know the shared narrative lines of of the Washington football team, and these two things are going to be connected uh, pretty much through their entirety. And we know how many, how much uh, uh, of a spotlight an investigation has been on that particular franchise. How much is Congress and those involved in that investigation keeping an eye on this trial? And, and how much do you think it's going to have an impact on this kind of larger case study and ownership in the NFL, especially since we have the Denver Broncos up for sale? I mean, we're hearing stories about owners looking to rally and say, hey, maybe Daniel Snyder needs to go. I, I think this is a big watershed moment. Exactly. This 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 case has implications beyond John Gruden because, yes, yeah, as you mentioned, the commander's investigation. You got several going on. Actually, you got the you got Congress is still going strong with theirs. I was told a couple of days ago by, from from a source. I know they still were still waiting on a slew of subpoenas that were supposed to go out several weeks ago. But this 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 congressional committee does have a lot going on. So you got that one, and then uh, the that committee sent a letter to the Federal Trade Commission, so they could be investigating. But they also cc'd um, the the attorneys generals, uh, sorry, the attorneys general in, uh, in in Virginia, where the team is headquartered. DC, where one of the claims against Dan Snyder was uh, was made, uh, as far as harassment goes, and also Maryland, where the team plays its games currently. 
So they, um, at least two of those attorneys general are investigating as well. So there's, and then that, and then and that's not counting the outside investigation by Mary Jo White, the former head of the SEC, who's yeah. looking into the claims against Snyder. So there's, a, there's a lot Jeez. going on. And, uh, so there's, yeah, there's a lot of fire, a lot, yeah. a lot of smoking. Yeah. As, as Jared Bill reported USA Today, you know, there are owners who are kind of tired of this and I've heard the same thing. I, it's that process is still early too. There's still, the NFL has, I don't see them moving on until, Either something comes out of this case here of Gruden or any of uh, any of the other investigations, including the independent one, the NFL has uh, has uh, has tapped. So, and we're still less than a year removed from like all this coming down, and same with like the Henry Ruggs and the Damon Arnetts, and then like just I think they've done a really effective job this this organization in sweeping a lot of this negativity under the rug because we were also just a couple of weeks removed from an alleged toxic work environment by former team president Dan Ventrell. We know that that's going to yeah. have to get its own day in court and everything else. And then we're hearing that uh, that the Raiders are hosting Colin Kaepernick for a workout today, which is great. I, I think it's yeah, I'm, I'm all for to it. In there, yeah, uh, exactly. I'm, so I, 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 I want. I know it's the Raiders. I'm like. I'm right? Like, what, is this in Henderson? You guys, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, let me let me push you on that a little bit, AJ, because yeah. maybe this is just <laughs> me having a little bit of a pessimistic view because the, the, Colin deserves a shot. And we know that Davis has been on record years ago saying that he uh, and the Raiders organization are more than willing to give him that shot if they deem that and deem him as a potential piece. But we know how big of a sham that tryout was that the league put on for him in Florida a couple of years ago. I don't want to yeah. say that this tryout is a distraction to this other stuff that's going on, but it's hard not to see as something that just is apparently a happy coincidence on the same day. Yeah, and it's uh, and I think and you're right. Davis has been the most more of the progressive owners, and those allegations that Dan made are very very shocking. Um, I still kind of been trying to get a hold of uh, you know where that where that lawsuit that that that's been. Uh, that's that could be going forward too against uh, against Mark Davis, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's uh, there's there's yeah. I think you know Colin got and I I was I I reported on another sh- kind of sham tryout with the Seahawks years ago, mm. where you know the Seahawks wanted him to you know basically state that he will not kneel, and he was like, I'm here to work out. I don't want to. I don't want to. Get, I don't want to. I'm not going to you know, make any promises on what I what I will or won't do. And it kind of put him in a corner, and mm-hmm. that tryout didn't happen. He was there in Seattle at the hotel, ready to go to the team facility and that, and that fell apart. And he's been out of the league for four or five seasons now. I think he's still better than a lot of the backups in the league. Um, you know, and I think it's pretty clear that he will accept the backup role at this point. And, um, you know, it, it all that went down and it, that didn't make the league look good. It, you know, obviously was during a lot, of, a lot of that was during Trump's reign. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that, and that was another part of it. They politics got involved and it kind of um, usurped his, uh, his, you know, athletic ability. AJ Perez joins us from Front Office Sports. Be sure to follow AJ Perez on Twitter uh, by AJ Perez. Uh, and I just need some more clarification with what went down earlier today involving the Raiders and John Gruden. So, AJ, I, I think going into this, the main point of contention was will this lawsuit play out through arbitration or trial? You told us the judge says no arbitration, so trial's coming. Mm-hmm. Do you believe, yeah. and you talked about John Gruden being positive and smiling as he was walking out of the courtroom, is this a situation where John Gruden sees an opportunity to get paid, or is, is, or is he excited, excuse me, to be able to be heard in court and kind of let this information out in the world? It's both of that. I think the people I've talked to around Gruden – you know, he he felt that he was targeted by the league. He was he he felt he he and he still feels that. I think a lot of this is to to find out who leaked those emails. Mm-hmm. The league's denying it. You know, if if during the discovery process, if for somehow that could be tracked down, 
that's going to be huge. And I think that's going to be to a point where, you know, especially if the league uh, gets denied in, on, on appeal on the arbitration part of this, you know, they're going to want to settle because they don't want these, they don't want to go through discovery. You know, it's a costly process and NFL is very rich. It doesn't matter about that part of it, but they also don't want these, this information getting out there. Um, I think this, if, if, if they lose on appeal, um, from the arbitration part of this, I think they're going to strongly consider a settlement, you know, but this is like, you know, Gruden's career was done in now, whether you know, he should not have sent those emails. I think we can all agree he, that those were awful, but you know, what, but those were sent years ago. Um, I know he's, I'm not going to make any excuses for those or they were awful, but you know, that's, that came while he was at ESPN. That did not come while he was still a coach in the NFL. Um, and that, that's the argument basically the, you know, the, the judge basically made today where she stated like the, the, the timeline was one of the major factors why she made the rulings the way she did, because, you know, the arbitration agreement, you know, didn't cover, you know, didn't, doesn't apply basically because of those emails were sent so long ago. Um, so I think, I think he wants, I think he wants, you know, some revenge. I think, I, I think that I, he feels he was wrongly terminated that Mark Davis was forced to do this. Uh, forced to basically force him out, even though he did resign under it was under pressure. He likely would have been fired if he had not. Um, and uh, this and this kind of goes back. You know, we're almost going back to Al Davis days. It's something like you know, how how far does NFL before go before Goodell was even an employee at the NFL? You know, how far does you know does does are are were the Raiders targeted by mm-hmm. by somebody? I'm not saying it was by the NFL, but by somebody. Now, if Dan Snyder released the emails, that's another story in itself. That would not 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 do do him him any favors. So. AJ, yeah, that's the way that goes. AJ, I need some clarification though, because what's the difference between whether he was the Raiders' head coach or working for one of the primary partners of the NFL with ESPN and kind of being, listen, one of the faces yeah. of the league when you're on Monday Night Football? Character clause. What, yeah. What's the what's yes. like the legal difference yeah, between that? Kind of detrimental. It's the conduct. It's it's that clause. Every employee, including the players, the coaches, are bound by the conduct of conduct detrimental, and that's and that's. That's a provision in the uh, NFL Constitution and bylaws where the, where where the commissioner has pretty much sole authority to determine and to take action against anybody who you know kind of you know puts the shield in a bad light. And uh, you know at the time he was not he was not at the time those emails were sent he was an employee of ESPN. Now ESPN could have done something could have fired him if those emails came out during that time. But he but those emails predated him. It was in between him working for you know working working as a Bucks head coach and 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 the Raiders. Um, you know that's. That's where you know that's that's where the big sticking point was today. Where you know he's not applicable. He wasn't, and uh, he was not kind of you know he didn't have to abide by that because he those emails were while he was in a non NFL employee. Do you think the NFL is nervous? Do you think that there's reason for them to be actually nervous because they can paint themselves untouchable all they want and they've weathered some serious storms? Be that COVID, be the political strife that they had to go through, be that their mishandling of of most sensitive subjects. But like when you start pulling back the curtain and revealing just exactly who Doctor Oz is and who exactly he employs as all of his monkeys and stuff, like you're you you can really see how this could be a house of cards situation. Are, are we in that situation? Not yet. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, the, the league still can prevail on the motion for arbitration uh, appeal. And mm-hmm. I think uh, I think we're, we're they're not worried. I wouldn't say they're, they would be they should be worried quite yet. But this, but today was was definitely a setback. But there's you know, they're still trying to get, you know, they, they had to pay out millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to, to settle the St. Louis lawsuit. And a lot of owners are still pissed about that because they had to each had to had to pay a piece of it when Kroenke was supposed to. Take all of it. Uh, the owner of, of, of the Rams uh, over the uh, when he 
took the team from St. Louis to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was, so that, so that they're still not happy about that, how that turned out. They avoided trial. They avoided any, um, a lot of the documents coming out there, but it cost hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, you know, that, so you got this one going on and there's always, there's always others you know, out there. You got the Flores ones next and the Flores is the Flores lawsuit, the former coach of the Miami Dolphins. That's, that's a whole different uh, can of worms for them. And so that's going to be class action in federal court or there's going to be multiple coaches claiming, you know, that they were, you know, that, that they were, uh, you know, basically that they were, um, you know, racially discriminated against. So that's not going to be, and, and, and that's still going forward. So the, the, as far as trials go, both the Flores one and, 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 and the Scruton one, the Scruton one we know is going to progress a little further. Uh, we'll, see, we'll see where the Flores lawsuit goes. Lots of monsters under the bed for sure. Before we let you go, AJ, I have a little bit of a question for you in terms of like the players and OTAs. If you're Kyler Murray, do you show up to OTAs? Because I'm kind of irked that he's not. He's not the only one that isn't. But everybody, we go by a case-by-case basis, just what we've seen go down in Arizona the last couple months. Is it a mistake? Uh, I would say, you know, I, I, I think uh, the, the players listen to their agents and the agents, you know, they, you know, they, it's, it's, I, I like them not showing up to OTAs better than unfollowing the team on social media. I think Fair. that's a bigger statement. For, for for Kyler Murray and and these OTAs are not you know they're not they're 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 not mandatory you know so you don't have to you show up for I, your I, boys these, though for the boys and the yeah, girls you, show, you gotta be putting the reps in yeah especially as a quarterback it's a totally different situation than let's say a wide receiver quarterback not showing up I understand that so yeah that's you know that's and that's I you know I I, I see it both end both sides of it and I'm I'm kind of more lean towards the players on on these things since their careers are shorter. While the you know and these NFL owners have their franchise valuations get uh, I think the bidwells bought the team for like all we know is we're not the machine right AJ we're the rage or we're the against we're one of those two yeah perfect yeah that's true so yeah I I I think people take the and I think a lot of fans unfortunately take the NFL owners side the NFL and administration side on these things when sometimes it's more complex than that. Absolutely, and that's why the distinction need to be made. I'm like I wouldn't show up for the for the owners or for the team, but I'd show up for my teammates. That's what I would do. Yeah. But yeah, that's I, the difference between some people that. and the successful and the elite and everything else. But we know that you are dialed in. You are everywhere. And we appreciate you taking time out of your very busy schedule to join us and keep us updated on everything going on with our local team, AJ. Will do. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Those AJ Perez of front office sports. He's been with USA Today. He's been with multiple publications that you for sure have been obsessing over from a young age. And he is all over the business side of sports. We appreciate him taking the time. All of our guests are brought to us by BetQL. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Smarter bets start with BetQL. And on the other side of the break, come on, webpage load up. Entitlement red flags. Fun. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.